0: You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information.
1: Welcome to Psyched by MG. This is Mary Grace Randazzo Ratliff, or MG for short. I've been a psychotherapist in private practice for 32 years now. Guess what, everyone? We all have issues, so it's time to lighten up and move forward. Let's stop letting our crap control us and take control of her crap. Hello, hello. Hi, my friend. How hey, are you, Barbara hey, hey, Mangami? MG. Hi.
0: Uh, girl, I'm okay. I'm here. That's what's important right now. How
1: are you? I know. I, I'm doing okay. I'm doing. It, it was a busy week. Uh, oh, wait. Great. I know. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Everybody. You can find us (laughs) at Podcast Detroit. (laughs) You can find us at Spotify. You can find us on YouTube, um, Facebook, Instagram, um, and uh, we are um, uh, LinkedIn. I think I hit them all. twitter twitter Twitter, apple podcast um it's psyched by mg uh so definitely uh look for us uh we really do need you to uh hit like subscribe uh we would greatly appreciate it and my co-host of course barbara mangami um, is at where? Where are you?
0: You can find me as Generic African Auntie, auntie on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcast, Castbox, uh, Google Podcast, and many others.
1: Yes, everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, like um, a
0: ubiquitous bacterium. I'm everywhere.
1: Honest <laughs> to God. Okay, so, girl, everybody it is is going through so much stress right now and everybody is struggling and you know I was reading some statistics today that in my field we know what's happening. I mean I've talked about it before that uh, we're mental health is having its own pandemic that we don't have right. enough providers to to help people with all the stress that they're under and all the anxiety. Um suicide rates are up thirty percent guys. Um, and yeah. so we wanted to do this show uh, to give people hope. Um, and it, it's, it's so important to, to definitely not lose hope as we're stressed out, to definitely um, stay connected to people and, you know, connect with your friends, talk. Um, if you haven't heard from somebody in a while, check in on them, uh, send them that text, send them that funny GIF or meme Um, because we're all really needing it right now. I mean, we're all pretty much at our wits end with everything that we have been going through and dealing with, uh, especially with this pandemic going on, um, and, and being, you know, more isolated and not being able to visit family and do things that we're normally used to doing, um, for those of us who are being very responsible, Um, so it's been tough. It's been tough. And I've seen it in my, in my cases, my with my clients. Um, I have people talking to me about, I got to get in to see you before the election. I'm really stressed out about it. Um, and so tonight and Barbara and I both, like we deal with a lot of stressors. We're one of those, we're caretaking personalities, we're codependent personalities. We'd trying to heal that. Um, we're mamas, um, we're aunties, we're sisters, uh and so um I definitely wanted to do a show about hope tonight. Um I, I could use it. Um oh, I think my headphones hitting the hitting the thing here. Boom, boom. Um, but it, it, I think it's really necessary right now for people to not forget that there's a lot of hope. Um, and Barbara, if I can, I found something.
0: Found
1: um, I don't know if you saw it. Uh, this woman, I think she's the author, Mary Beth, Benai, B-A-Y-N-A-I, uh, I actually mm-hmm. found this on the Next Door app um and it's called a eulogy for the world and Mm. if i can if you don't mind barbara i'd like to read this one um
0: absolutely
1: it says um eulogy for the world this is for all who have lost their lives the grandparents and parents and husbands and wives the nurses the doctors the heroes who tried to protect us and heal us but who in this fight died To all those so essential who we don't know by name, but were on the front line when the enemy came, your selfless bravery, the giving you shared, the way that you sacrificed, the way that you cared. There are no words for what our hearts feel as we wait for our world and our deep wounds to heal. You cannot be replaced. You are one of a kind, and we promise to keep you forever in mind. So, so this poem is for you and we want all to hear your kindness and grace. Let us all through the fear, the joy, your life added the love that you gave the hearts that you touched, the hurts you forgave. You will not be forgotten. You have not died in vain. We will miss you each day as we work through this pain. No funeral or service was held, but please know your spirit remains with us wherever we go we will keep you alive to your children and more we will share with grandchildren what your suffering was for through stories through pictures through each loving friend we promise to share your legacy won't end ooh wow
0: that just that just gave me chills
1: wasn't that ooh. i mean that was ju- i came across this i thought wow it was such a be- it was so beautifully written and it hit so many important things to, yeah. it was inspirational. It, 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 it didn't forget it connected with all of those people who have lost their lives through this pandemic. Um, you can think of the pandemic now, of course, that's what we think of, but anybody who's been through a troubling time, who has experienced death, that we won't forget them. And we need to talk about them, yeah. and and to yeah. continue the love for them. Tell the stories and and mm. remember them. Mm. Um, it, bring back the smile on your face from that memory. Bring back that love that they gave you. Bring back that care and concern that that person just emanated. Um, and I think that that's such a big piece of of oh, hope. You know you know
0: it's so funny you say this. We're always in sync, even if we don't talk all week, right? Where you, you, you kind of said, Let's do stories of hope. We chatted for a little bit, and mm-hmm. you're talking. I just got chills because I am, um, I'm sort of with a group of women, and one of the things, see, I come from traditional African spirituality and Mm -hmm. one of the things that's why this really just gave me chills because one of the things that is part of uh, traditional African spirituality is the honoring of -hmm. the ancestors Mm -hmm. and so this was such a beautiful tribute I literally felt like what a way to honor these ancestors because for us anybody who has passed is an ancestor Yeah. Right. And everybody has people in their family who've gone, who, you know, who've transitioned uh, and that's ancestry by lineage. But it could Mm -hmm. be ancestry just by the fact that, for example, I consider Toni Morrison a great ancestor Uh, to me because she's the reason I started writing so late in age. She inspired me because she started writing at 41. And there was a time I thought I'm too old to start writing until I came across her work. Mm-hmm. And so this was such a great rendition, such a great honoring. And again, based on African spirituality, we believe that when we honor those who've gone, we elevate them. Yes. Their energy rises mm-hmm. a little bit. So mm-hmm. many people probably lost their lives before they wanted to lose their lives. And under these circumstances, such a rendition heals them too. That's of course, if you believe yeah. in, in, you know, in an afterlife. Yeah. Yeah. But that just, Literally, I'm trying to stop myself from crying because it just moved oh. me so much that whoever wrote this was so inspired, they, oh. felt something, and yes. felt that they needed to be honored in such a beautiful, exquisite way. Amazing. Yeah.
1: And, and, you know, we've talked about this before. Let's not forget all these people. Mm. I mean, what number are we at now? Have we hit 220? 220,000 no deaths for COVID? I, I, I know it jumped drastically. Yeah, it um, did. My mom was
0: just telling me, because I've kind of, this week, I've just, I, I unplugged.
1: Yeah. Good. Um,
0: I had to unplug this week for my own mental health. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: With everything going on in politics as well, I, I needed to just take a break just... from media altogether. Um, and so my mom today was telling me that, um, I think yesterday or, or the day before, we had the highest number of cases similar to what it was at its peak in march or something. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, so uh, and Jesus Michigan of course our state is is up there. Yeah. Uh, in yeah. those numbers. Yeah. And I said, okay, thanks mom. Bye. Because again, I'm I'm literally just trying to um to recover.
1: Yeah. from yeah.
0: what has been an onslaught and a barrage of just negative and negative news, mm. negative depressing news. That's why this show could not have come at a better time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: I think for, for a lot of us who've been working hard and yes. those of us in caretaking positions have a harder time because not only do you have mm-hmm. to process your own feelings and your own emotions and your own issues around this COVID thing and death and everything else that comes with it, mm-hmm. you're also having to hold other people's hands and walk them through their process.
1: Yes, yes. And keep um, giving them Which hope. often
0: leaves you with mm-hmm. very little time to work through your own.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. You get, you get battle fatigue, you get yeah. worn out, you, yeah. you start, you know, the light inside you starts to get weary. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, again, to all the viewers, we're here with you. We're all going yeah. through this together. You yeah. are not alone. This is why we want to hear from you. We want to yeah. hear your stories. We want to know what you need. Um, you aren't alone. I know right now people feel, you know, more hopeless. They're wondering if things are going to change. And you know, an old thing my grandfather used to say to me, my Sicilian grandfather, John Vallone used to say that, honey, if I was upset about something or depressed or because my childhood was rough and, uh, he would look at me and he'd say, "Honey, the pendulum swings from side to side with life, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so as hard as it gets in the world at this time, it will have to swing the other way because that's right. Society always will balance itself yeah, out.
0: The universe seeks balance always,
1: always, always. Yeah. And so, people, I want you to remember that that the pendulum will swing the other way." And, um, we're just anxious for it to happen. And in the meantime, when it's, it's feeling like you're lonely, you're isolated, you're struggling, you feel hopeless. Um, a lot of marriages have a lot of stress right now and strain parents with, with little ones at home, people are feeling like they can't take it anymore. Um, there is hope. Don't, Don't get locked into the right now. Um, And there's ways that you can help yourself to not be hopeless. But you do have to deal with the feelings that go with the struggle. You have to deal with the feelings. If you bury, bury, swallow, 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 they're going to blow up on you.
0: Yeah. And that's why we like to keep it real on this show. I mean, literally, I am not in a good place and i'm going to admit that right here that i am exhausted i am mentally fatigued and we do that because it's sharing with you guys that we're human we're not going to come here to sugarcoat things or come and sit here and pretend everything's fine because that's that's just that's just so fake yeah but at the same time do we have, do I hope, have hope for tomorrow? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I have to have hope for tomorrow because if I don't, then what's the point? Right. Yeah. So yeah. let me read for you one, one quote that I absolutely you love. go girl. And it, it says, if you only carry one thing throughout your entire life, let it be hope. Mm. Let it be hope that better things are always ahead. Mm. Let it be hope that you can get through even the toughest of times. Let it be hope that you are stronger than any challenge that comes your way. Mm. Let it be hope that you are exactly where you are meant to be right now and that you are on the path to where you are meant to be. Because even during these hard times, hope is the very thing that is going to carry us through.
1: Yes. Yes. Hope and connection.
0: I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That, that, that was so beautiful, Barbara. That was so beautiful. I mean, truly. And it is the essence right there Right in that poem. That's the essence right there. And, you know, I I just, I want to say to my co-host, you you know, I got you. (laughs) Oh, I know. know. You know, I got you. I got you girl. (laughs) And, and when I see my dear, lovely (laughs) sister, get tired. I just want to drive over there, put her on my back, say what we got to do. We need a cocktail or something. Want to break up on a bottle of wine? You want to go for a drive? Whatever we got to do. Um, I am right here.
0: Oh, I know, ma'am, and I'm so deeply grateful for you. I really am. And um,
1: It's, just, it's <laughs> exhausting. You know, guys, this is
0: the time to really make those authentic connections
1: Yeah, you know. Yeah, and when I
0: say authentic, I mean these are not the times where you call the friend who, when you say, if she says how are you, and you say I'm not feeling so good, she's like, oh, okay, well, you Uh, know, neither uh, am I. And you know, this is the time to find those people who genuine. Find your tribe.
1: Find your tribe. We say that all the time.
0: Find your tribe and to huddle.
1: Yes. Yes. And to
0: huddle and to you know you know what 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 footballers do before a game or sports teams they huddle and they they, they talk to each other and they, they bring each other's energy up and they psych each other up because mm-hmm. this is not the time to isolate. This is not the time to sit on your own with your thoughts because generally most of us do not have much control over our thoughts, especially when they start heading downhill. Mm-hmm. This really is the time. If you are not one of those people who by nature reaches out to people, this is the time to make the extra effort to okay. do that for your sake. That's right. And also for the sake of the person you'll be reaching out to because you'll be so surprised how when you reach out to someone, they're so grateful that you did because they needed someone.
1: Truly, you know, and I've said this before at the heart of mental illness or at the heart of despair or hopelessness is isolation. Yeah. It's isolation. Yeah. Um, Do not isolate. You want to start to feel better. If you can get this, this is the key right here. Do not isolate. Join a meetup. Join a group. Meetups do Zoom sessions. Find an interest. Go to a support group. Um, Al-Anon, AA. There's, you know, Google search support groups. Um, And, oh, I got to do something real quick. Talk about connecting. Can we just give a hey out to Monica Cole?
0: Hey, baby girl. She She is a doll
1: baby. Mary Grace, I I have
0: to tell you who this is, okay? I just love her. This is my star baby, okay? This is one of my young mentees. I coach her in business. I'm also her spiritual mom,
1: she so is a doll baby. This
0: group that huddles, it's a group of us women who literally are huddling together during this time, oh. sharing our spirituality, history, just, she is my heartbeat this one.
1: She is just such a sweetheart. So I, yeah, I got to shout out amazing. to her. She She's got to be like the number one person. The number one she, fan here she's because amazing. she really is. I just, I, I just want to shout out and I hope she can hear us um, and, and keep writing and letting us know you can hear me and Barbara. But that connection. And that's why I wanted to reach out to her. I mean, I want her. I want people who view, I keep saying, please write because I want you to know we will reach back because we all want to be a circle and we all want to be connected. Just like Barbara was saying just a few minutes ago, it's so important to connect. And so this podcast is about creating this connective family and we will let you know, you write to us, you send something, we will let you know, we hear you and thank you. We appreciate it. And, and it makes us excited. You give us joy by doing that. yes, Um, And we want to give it back. We want, you know, it's ebb and flow here. It really is. And, and you know, that's important when when you're feeling exhausted and beat up and fatigued and hopeless, especially you got to reach and to know that you're going to be okay. You know, listen to our podcast. We got a number of them that can help you through a, bunch of issues they're free they're free yes. um and uh i uh oh we will monica will tell Matt. um so um but they they connect and go towards things that will help promote you and help to guide you out of it because plenty of people are there podcasts are there um, therapists are there, support groups are there, um, with your own special interests. Um, look at African auntie, um, that will, will be there to help you guide you, um, out of the darkness. It's the, that's where the light is. And yeah. we, I want you all to know, you know, especially I'm, I'm hearing ca- my cases right now and I'm, I'm talking to people. I've had several friends go down this week. Um, where, I, in fact, I can't quite keep up. Uh, where I'm just saying, I'm right here. I'm right here. Yeah. You are not alone. Uh, first of all, I want you to know everyone's going through it. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. You are not alone. And like Barbara said, you know, shoot someone a text, check in, because it's so important that connectedness. And, and talk about this shit. Yeah, some of it's absolutely. funny. I mean, we, we might not be able to <laughs> do much really with hilarious. it, but some of the shit's funny that oh people are doing right now and that I'm grace. doing.
0: Yeah, I think that's what's I think It you to laugh at some of this stuff. You have to. You have to yes. laugh either. Okay, you have a choice. Cry about it. That's good, too. Yes. But I think laughing about it is even better. Yeah. I mean, some of it is hilarious. It's yeah. It just, it, you know, it, it, it's like tragic comedy, but you got to just have a good old belly laugh. Yes. That's out there right now.
1: Yes. Right?
0: Because, you know, it, it is what it is. Have a good laugh about it. Those endorphins kick yes. in. You'll start to feel good. The dopamine kicks in. Serotonin. You start to feel a little better. I feel better just
1: being here already. Yes. <laughs> Girl, what the hell? I mean, some of the... So I watch myself do stuff with this dress. Now, I I try to practice what I preach. I really do, but sometimes I gotta have the banana bread. <laughs> hey, that's not fair! Why didn't you bring some over here, so girl? Share? I made like twenty loaves. One day, I thought, I want the smell of it. I'm baking it. You did not
0: make for loaves.
1: Honest to God, I do this. It was the week of, you know what? I'm not going to do too well on losing weight. I, I've decided I, I will take that on when I'm ready, but not now. Because I need to self-love through banana bread and pumpkin chocolate chip bread. Oh Do you know goodness. what I mean? Like, You didn't what make 20. I did. Tell me. I did. And my double oven broke, <laughs> which was God trying no, to I say don't... to me, what the hell is the matter with you, girl? Stop freaking baking. And he slowed me down. Did I stop? Oh, hell no. I then turned to pumpkin chocolate chip bread. And then I made eight loaves of that. What? I'm just in the kitchen. I'm like, damn, it sucks not having a double oven. And I thought, well, should I not make all that bread? Oh, hell no! I'm just going to take all day, all day baking and baking and baking. My husband walked in and saw the kitchen. Now I'm really <laughs> neat, right? I'm really neat. You're fucking Italian. But when I bake, leave me alone. Don't come into my kitchen and touch a freaking thing. You gravitate towards bread a lot. I do. <laughs> <laughs> They had the oh damn soft pretzels at the <laughs> gastro pub. There's a, a place in Plymouth well, called the, the gastropub. You pub. know what? Mary
0: Grace and I are both carbohydrates.
1: Oh! I'm, I'm,
0: I'm sitting here. I'm literally, like, drooling as I imagine loaves of banana bread. I can even smell it. And I'm like, now, why didn't you bring your girl a couple of loaves?
1: <laughs> girl, I'm, huh? I'm getting you some. I'm, I'm oh, going to bring mean, you have some. Have some still? Oh, it's all in there. It's all in there. And then I'm supposed to do more tomorrow. Why? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. Do I want to know right now? No. You
0: just made you've just made my night. And seriously, I'm in a good
1: mood, guys. Okay. Oh. I'm good. <laughs> I'm Do I want to analyze it? No. I don't give a shit right now. I just know <laughs> the bread is important. I will get to it eventually. I will. I'm a committed person. I practice what I preach, but not now. No,
0: yeah girl I hear you you know it's so funny you say this because I'm finding it so you know I'm a keto coach right yeah and I wouldn't be honest I mean I I'm on my game but I am finding it increasingly difficult I feel like a drill sergeant I really (laughs) feel like I'm a I feel like a sadist (laughs) For having to go on every day and say to people. All right, now if you strict keto, you gotta keep your paradigms under 20 because in this and this and winter's coming. I I I feel I'm like let them eat cake. (laughs) As Marie Uncle says, let them
1: eat cake. (laughs) (laughs) I swear to God, you know, and I tell people, you know, because my clients, some will have food issues and and I will say, look, I'm not a master. I work at it all the time. And sometimes when you get that urge for the binge, you have to give yourself a little room, but make, make choices about it. So when you go into that kitchen, there's things you need to do to give yourself more (laughs) control. To to somehow they, they, control I'll the impulse.
0: When you've got twenty of banana bread, I don't
1: know. Honest to freaking God, there was something in my brain that just snapped. Um And do you
0: find baking therapeutic?
1: I do. I do. Go. I love yeah. the smell that fills the home. This is it's very the, comforting. It's isn't it? Yeah, so soothing. You know there had been so much stress and, uh, it was just so soothing. And, uh, I thought, oh, and, and then of course, then, then I clean, like I clean everything. Um, right. And, uh, it's just this like, ah, now I'm going to sit back. If I want to go for a walk, I can go for my walk. Um, but yeah, it really, it really is soothing. And so, yeah. but what I do though, for more control is I'll leave a loaf out and then everything goes in the freezer, in the right. garage. That's right. So that I cannot access it all the time, that it's not sitting in front of me and I'm not eating banana bread for breakfast, lunch, and for dinner. For breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. That would be me. Because yeah. I love, yeah.
0: I, man, that, that's, 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 see, that would be life for me. If I could just eat pastries and bread. Yeah. Every single day morning. I, I mean, I'm the kind of person who would eat dessert. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And yeah. For,
0: and forego the vegetables in the steak. That's yeah. really me. <laughs> at baseline, that's me, right? That's my nature. Oh, girl, right? I hear you. I'm tempered with, I'm a carboholic. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Do you know what? I'm the kind of person who would eat ice cream oh. using toast
1: to scoop oh. it out. Oh
0: oh it's not good dang a See, good french baguette because oh. you know where i learned that i learned that from an italian friend of mine from Sicily. oh god yeah we used to go to school together in glasgow yeah and that's what she's like this is the best so we'd make slices we'd oh. make toast and then we'd slice them into strips oh and then she'd smother them in butter and confit jam confit tube, and then just scoop out your ice cream make it nice and soft
1: yes yes absolutely absolutely okay, so, yeah Girl. i'm glad it's
0: night time but yeah uh, when we're done here i'm not going to be able to go out to go
1: anywhere yeah 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 yep. and and so for for people who are listening you know and barbara you said something earlier you so said now if you need to cry you can cry and then i want to say you know sometimes you need the good cry or you need to get the anger out over everything that's going on it doesn't matter um and then you gotta laugh a little bit. you gotta this stuff you can't make some of this crap up. it's really <laughs> remarkable.
0: No um man.
1: but i I laughed so hard. I had someone that I, I I work with come to me this week and say, "Oh, I had a closet moment." And I said, you had a closet moment. She goes, remember when you talked about on your podcast, the closet moment, when you went in your closet, you were so fatigued, you had battle fatigue, and you looked up and said, fuck you, God. (laughs) And I said, oh, you heard that one, did you? (laughs) And she said, yeah. She goes, I had my closet moment. I said, oh, really? She said, I went into my closet. I was so between work and the kids and the loneliness and I lost my sitter. I she just went and had a closet moment. And so I, I think for people who are who are needing hope, um, go in and have a closet moment. Go exactly. in there and and freaking do what you got to do in there. This right. is just venting. Don't take it literal. Don't take it serious. Just vent because we are dealing with a lot of crap yeah, right now. The
0: divine understands. God, God knows. Oh yeah. That's oh yeah. Wherever she is oh right yeah. Now. I oh. always say this to my sisters. Absolutely. In circle, and Monica will attest to this. They think it's hilarious when I do that. I'm telling them, no, I I, I bargain. We yeah. bargain. I'm like, you, you better show up. Yep. Because you said you would. Yep.
1: Yep. And, That's and right. they think it's so funny.
0: But literally sometimes throw a tantrum out there. Let them know. Yeah. These guys and, and guardians and everybody else that this isn't funny anymore.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly, Get exactly. Um, it, <laughs> it, 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 yeah. Honest to God. Let it out. <laughs> let the stress out. You know, emotions are there for a few reasons. They have a very, very important function in the body, they're yeah. to alleviate the stress and the strain of all mm-hmm. of the problems we experience, no matter right. what they are. And some people will come to me and say, well, I I can't cry or I feel so detached. I say, you know what? Then watch a darn good movie. Get a movie that will get you going and keep doing it until it happens. If you got to be by yourself, get that movie to help you or a song. You know, some people are really into music and, you know, clients have told me I can do it with a song. I'm like, just do it because get that stress out. And as you relieve that pressure cooker in your body, that which the, is that emotional buildup, then it gets better and your your head will clear up so that the emotions are an, a, a, a way to relieve stress. And then the emotions are alert systems. They yeah. let you know something's wrong. Pay attention.
0: You know what? You, oh, I just had a light bulb moment.
1: You did. Cool.
0: Oh, wow. You know, I'm just thinking as you're talking about emotions. You know what I was reading? Just now take a look. I'm reading about the chakra. And so I was reading Uh about the astral body and how that is where all the emotions that we do not process and that we do not acknowledge go and Mm -hmm. sit. Mm
1: -hmm. And how
0: this will affect literally what you're projecting out into the world, right? This is what these colors in the auras are. For those of you guys, I'm a woo-woo type. I'm the woo-woo-woo type. (laughs)
1: You go, girl. I'm, I'm woo-wooing it. right I'm with you. To
0: I'm totally woo woo. <laughs> but what I wanted to say is I'm thinking right here, I just had this moment where it's like, perhaps we can learn something in this, which is yes, to better reconnect with our emotions because the kind of lives we live on the normal, yes, so many of us are repressing. Yeah. So many of us are about, fine everything's good everything's good we're about looking polished sounding polished uh appearing perfect when really sometimes there is just so much stuff that we're just swallowing and swallowing and so for me just as you're speaking i'm like well you know what yeah this really yeah pressure cooker moment hello
1: You're, you're gonna you're
0: gonna explode if you don't let this stuff come out take a look at it no judgment Whatever it is you're feeling, it is absolutely valid. Yes. Deal with it. Allow it. It's time to go through and out of you and then have a good laugh.
1: That's right. And, and when you do that, when you get the emotions out and you alleviate the stress and you let it go somewhere and just vent, don't, don't, you know, if somebody's venting, don't judge them, don't jump in. You don't have to fix it for them. Just let them get it out. Yeah. Um, and then you have clarity of thought. Yeah. You, you know, I, I always describe like when a problem hits, people like to go from problem to solution and they mm-hmm. like to jump over the emotional part and they think that that's right. highly effective, but it ain't, Yeah. it screws with you. You got to connect with the emotional part and take the pressure off of the body. And then you clarify the thought. Exactly. So it's important um, and emotions are an alert system, they tell you that you're at your limit, they tell you something's wrong, they tell you to pay attention, they tell you that there might be a mistake in front of you. And with all that's happening right now, don't minimize the stress and the strain of this pandemic, don't no. minimize the stress and the strain of politics right now, don't minimize the stress and the strain of all the changes we've all been through this last mm-hmm. year, all mm-hmm. the work changes, the school changes how much people are talking about stuff. You know, Barbara did a great thing. She went on hiatus and I think that's wonderful where you shut everything down. So no more stimulus is going into that body to stress it out and give it a break. Give it a break. It needs it. If you do that, if you connect with people and give that body a break and turn off the news and, and, and just Go for feeding some inspirational stuff into your body or walking by the river or, you know. Making. Oh, I
0: did that. Ooh, mm-hmm. Mary, I'll send you some beautiful pictures.
1: Girl, uh, truly. I, oh, I've,
0: been, see, I've been doing self-care. That's why I was like, I had to sort of really unplug. But I'll yes. send you some beautiful pictures. Mm-hmm. I've been going down to near the Huron River. Oh, my God, the colors in the trees So healing. I've been I've been sitting in the leaves like it's a it's a carpet of of yellow and gold and and it's just beautiful. So just doing things to feed my soul. But I want you to tell, honestness, a story that you shared with me that just blew me open. Please tell that story of hope.
1: Oh, oh, which one? The, the one about the father and the oh dancing my course. gosh barbara. Tell the
0: story. so beautiful i love that story
1: this was i saw it on facebook and i was so upset barbara i looked and looked and couldn't find it again because you know how they bury it in the feed but oh. it was such a beautiful story that popped up and i wanted to share it um and it was a family and the boy there was a young boy and he was diagnosed with cancer And he was in the hospital um, dealing with, I I think he had leukemia. And so he was dealing with his treatments and only one parent could be there with him. And so the mom was with the son while he was doing his treatments and they showed, first of all, when I saw it, it was this guy dancing in a parking lot.
0: (laughs) So sweet. And How I was
1: like, what the heck is this? Is this like a weird thing? First, of course, I thought, is this a political thing? Here we go again. <laughs> you know? Are we all so defensive now. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> Jesus, can we not have one thing that, you know? So then I clicked on it and I'm reading it and I'm reading it. And the father goes to this particular parking spot every day. Well, it turns out it faces his son's hospital window. And the son is a dancer. He loves to dance to rap music. And so he is dancing to his son while he's getting his treatment. And while the boy has his line in, he goes to the window and he dances with his father. Uh. Now, isn't, the, you know, we talk all the time, Barbara, about thinking outside of the box, right? Yeah. Like during these times of stress and strain, it is our opportunity to get creative. Don't yes, feel entrapment absolutely. right now. If you are feeling yeah. trapped about any situation, you are to stop and come up with two or three different um, solutions that are outside of the box. Right. Do that something
0: crazy because if there's yeah. any time to do anything crazy, it's right, about right, right now. now. So you have permission. Yes. <laughs> from MG and myself. Yes please think outside the box and do the craziest thing you think about. Yes. Just don't hurt anyone. Or yes. Yourself.
1: Yes. You know, Oh, I hope I can pull up this, this story. Cause I, I was going nuts with this stuff this week.
0: But that story is so beautiful. It, it, that story just moves oh. me. I, I literally have a mental image of this little boy at the window with yes. his dad dancing. And, him and they're dancing.
1: just dancing I, together. Just God so bless powerful. that dad. Yeah. What an amazing, amazing father. He, yeah. he, he is. And, and how he connected with his son that um, that was just so beautiful. They're never going to forget that. They're yeah. never going to forget that. That is going to be one of the most valued memories for that family. Yeah. It's just so beautiful. Um, and uh, so thinking outside of the box leads me to this one inspirational story that I've got to read. and And I'll be honest, I was drawn to it because it was Italian. Um but, <laughs> okay, <then. laughs> in a small Italian town hundreds of years ago, a small business owner owned a large sum of owed, I'm sorry, owed a large sum of money to a loan shark. The loan shark was very old, unattractive looking guy that just happened to fancy the business owner's daughter. He decided to offer the businessman a deal that would completely wipe out his debt he owed him. However, the catch was that he would only wipe out the debt if he could marry the businessman's daughter. Needless to say, this proposal was met with a look of disgust. The loan shark said that he would place two pebbles into a bag and one white and one black. The daughter would, would then have to reach into the bag and pick out a pebble. If it was black, the debt would be wiped, but the loan shark would then marry her. If it was white the debt would also be wiped but the daughter wouldn't have to marry the loan shark Standing on a petal or I'm sorry standing on a pebble-strewn path in the businessman's garden the loan shark bent over and picked up two pebbles He was picking them up and the daughter noticed that he picked up two black pebbles and placed them into the bag He then asked the daughter to reach into the bag and pick one The daughter naturally had 3 choices as to what she could have done, refuse to pick a pebble from the bag, take both pebbles out of the bag and expose the loan shark for cheating, or pick a pebble from the bag fully, from the bag fully when knowing it was black and sacrifice herself for the, for her, her father's freedom. She drew, oh, this is so good. She drew out a pebble from the bag and before looking at it, accidentally dropped it into the midst of the other pebbles. She said to the loan shark, Oh, how clumsy of me. Never mind. If you look into the bag for the one that is left, you will be able to tell which pebble I picked. That was brilliant. The pebble left in the bag is obviously black. And seeing as the loan shark didn't want to be exposed, he had to play along as if the pebble the daughter dropped was white and cleared the father of the debt. I was just like, and of course, the moral of the story It's always possible to overcome a tough situation throughout the box. Think out of the box and not give in to the only option you think you have to pick from.
0: That's
1: it. You know, it's so so it, people. We are not trapped. We are under a lot of stress. We're dealing with a lot of crap right now, but we are not (sighs) trapped. And I say this to clients all the time. You are you are responding to the stress as if you're trapped. We are going to take a moment and think of options you have in whatever situation you're dealing with so that you can break your brain from the process of feeling trapped. Because when a person feels trapped in a situation, they feel hopeless. That's it. They feel hopeless. Okay. I think
0: that that's really it, Mary Grace, is that hopelessness is the feeling of entrapment. Yeah. You feel like you're in a you're in a dead end and there's that's it. Yeah. You've no you've nowhere else to go. Yeah. You know,
1: exactly. And oh,
0: my gosh, that is so far from the truth. Yeah. Because I think we are so resilient as human beings. Oh, we
1: really are.
0: I can I can think of man, I can think of Hundreds of horrendous stories of, mm-hmm. of triumph, people coming out of places where you ask yourself, how could they even do this?
1: Yeah. But they yeah. did.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I always go back to baseline, which is even in this space we're in, if you're here listening to this, mm-hmm. you are blessed. Okay. You hear me? Yeah. You got internet, you're in a house somewhere, or you mm-hmm. might be in a cafe or in a library. Point is you have shelter. Mm -hmm. You're going to eat tonight or maybe you've Mm -hmm. already eaten. Mm -hmm. You've got a place to lay your head tonight. Mm -hmm. One story I want to share with you that I just read is I think on the 14th, a a group of refugees in a refugee camp, right? Think of the things that you have and then try to imagine a refugee camp. But they were were videoed making music and dancing like there's no tomorrow. Even in the face of, the U.S. and other developing nations say we're shutting down borders right now. Nobody can seek asylum anywhere right now. These these refugees were jamming. You hear me? Oh, Dancing my
1: gosh.
0: Outside their tents. And these are not like nice new U.N. tents. These are tents that are now fraying, have holes in them. You know, you see the little scrawny kids run, running mm-hmm. around. These guys
1: were having a blast. Yeah, yeah. So
0: when you... Mm-hmm. Think that mm-hmm. you have no hope, Ugh, challenge you yourself. Do. You do.
1: This challenge is temporary. To
0: look deeper because yeah. there are people you would look at and say, okay, what reason do I have not to have hope? And I'm not invalidating where you're at, mm-hmm. but one trick that I've learned in my entire life about how to get myself out of spaces where I start to feel stuck is to go into that place of gratitude mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. mary grace yeah i've had a i've had a shitty week but guess what i can go by the river and look at the trees and take beautiful mm-hmm. pictures And i even took my shoes off and put my feet in, in the, the water,
1: water. Mm-hmm. i was able to do that right yep yep
0: i'm here talking to you in the comfort of home i've yeah. got a nice red shawl there are yeah. people out there who don't have clothes, who don't have food, who don't have shelter. When I, I get off this, I can go make a cup of coffee and, yeah. and you know, yeah. and
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: curl up on a couch yeah. and yeah. watch a movie or read yeah. a book. There are people who don't have those things as I options know. right now, I know. who have to have hope even though they don't know yes. whether they're going to eat tomorrow. Yes, Does that make yes. sense? Yes. So if we can, as a collective here, and when I say collective, I mean our little community, you guys who listen to us and who come mm-hmm. and who come. If we as a collective can even in this time find those moments of gratitude, we're breathing
1: in, out, yes. breath in
0: and of itself is a sign of hope.
1: That's right. That's... Right? And to differentiate.
0: We're not part of the group, that, that of, the group of ancestors. That we read that 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 nice poem too, right? We're yes. still here. Yeah, yeah. And so I always say, my grandmother used to say this: as long as you have breath in you, there's yes, hope.
1: Right. In it's true. And to differentiate, people put when they get sad, when they get depressed, when they get angry, they they connect it to hopeless. And mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. I tell people all the time: please differentiate the two things. Yeah. You can be pissed as hell, yeah. or sad as hell. And and be weary, but you don't go to the place of hopelessness. And and I got on someone this week. uh, If she's listening, I got on someone this week. I said, "Listen, I'll listen to you, bitch, all day long. You got me, but you go to hopelessness. I'm going to kick your ass. That's just the way it is." (laughs) And and my and my clients, no, I you know just so old school
0: and so old world. I got to interject because this is hilarious. You know what this reminds me of? It Reminds me of when I was a kid. If you hurt yourself and you cry, I'm gonna smack you.
1: that's <laughs> <No. like, laughs> the same thing. Yeah, I mean it's like, like don't go you, to hopelessness. Don't right. go to hopelessness. I will you can vent all day long. Right. But you don't go to hopelessness because yeah. if you're gonna do that, I gotta jump in and say, okay, here's another option, here's another choice, right. here's another option. Right. You don't like what you're doing right now, you're stressed right now. But you got to keep going forward and get on the other side of it. And right. we've talked about Barbara. We've made it in spite of our upbringings. Girl. We are two people who came. When I say I came from nothing, I came from the mother who left me in high school to live alone. My brother moved out. My father was gone in a house with a leaking roof and no hot water and no phone and no car. And I'm in this house all by myself. I'm washing the clothes in the tub, needing the friends to come over and help me wring out jeans. Like I came from poverty. I was one of those young kids that stood in the line with the food stamps as people looked at me weird. And I, at first I, I was driven. I got angry about this crap. I was insecure, of course. But I had feelings and inside, the one thing, I spiritual as Barbara and I are, I would always talk to the ancestors and say, no matter what, through all the shit that I'm dealing with, let me understand why. I Mm -hmm. need to know what this is all about. Move me forward, move me forward. And it's really true. you, you can't get hopeless because if you get hopeless, you're going to feed whatever crap is going on. You're not going to release it and move on and feel better. You're going to feed it. That's the worst thing you can do. Yeah. So you have to, you know, when I get clients who start to give me excuses and in despair about not moving forward, I look at them and I say, you need to stop talking. This is bullshit. You're talking to the wrong person because I came from nothing and I I got myself educated and I got myself to move forward. And I was the kid. I always called myself the sleeper in baseball. I was the one that no one suspected because they didn't even notice me. They saw me as a poor kid, a divorced kid with a problem home and all this other stuff. Some parents didn't want us at their house because we had so much crap going on in our house. And I was this good kid that people couldn't see. So I just kept reading and reading and reading and saying, you know what? And there was one point even in my family, this Sicilian family, my grandfather had money. He just didn't share it very well. And he, or he shared it with rules. Right. And there was one point where I had said my home, I had lived with my grandparents. I was uh, about 18. And I said, oh, I love this home I'm in. And my uncle little bastard came to me and said you're not going to get this house you're not going to you better not plan to get this house because no one's going to give you this house wow. here's his poor niece and he's telling her that who's <laughs> that 18 year old yeah though. a young I mean, girl it, and, and, and this uncle is very wealthy this uncle has a beautiful home the kids have everything right he drives at that time the lincoln with the with the phone in it you know he had everything wow. and I, I i didn't have many clothes i wore flip-flops with a, a safety pin in it because it broke so oh, you have that too oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. What yeah. about the safety pin on remember the, the safety pops. pin
0: thing yeah you put the little safety pin so that it doesn't pop up <laughs> so
1: I, but I remember I came head to head with my uncle as I was trying to fight my way through graduate school. And he said, you know, you talk about that home, you know, as if it's yours, you're not going to get it. And I said, listen to me, I'm going to tell you something. You don't know who I am. I said, for you to even say that to me means you don't know who I am. I, I'm talking about the home from my heart, not the, the structure. So this is what I want you to do. And I'm thinking, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I want you to take my name out of any will you've got. I'm the one with nothing, but I want out of the will. Do not give me a dime. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to make all of my own money. And I'm going to have more than you. Because I don't have the same energy way of treating people, judgment, scarcity mentality that you have. Mm-hmm. But you watch and all your children, your four children that have so much and, and obviously threatened by me. Why I have no idea. I don't got jack shit. But I will show you. And I did. And I mm-hmm. did. And and the the most amazing happened. The best karma happened is my grandfather passed away. He sold everything to my uncle for a dollar. So my uncle would control everything. They took me out of the will. Like I said, take me out of the will. And my uncle ends up passing away three weeks later and his second wife got everything. Nobody got all of these riches. None of the grandchildren. they, They got their trust funds. Which were small, but nobody got. And I just kind of looked up. My grandmother had passed at that time. If she was alive, she would have, you know, kicked his ass for even thinking like that. But I, I kind of looked up and I went, "Oh, Grandma, what did you <laughs> it's do up the grandma's, there?" Right? <laughs> it is always the grandmas. What did you do up there, you amazing woman? Because she used to tell me, "Never seek revenge." If you point a finger at somebody, you got three pointing back at you. Pointing
0: back at you, yeah.
1: Do not. You walk away and invest in yourself. If somebody's Mm -hmm. an idiot, walk away, invest in yourself. Don't seek revenge. And the other one was if you spit in the wind, it'll fly back in your face. Yeah. You you don't join them where they are and you go and invest in yourself because you will always win that way.
0: That's why grandmothers are good friends, Mary Grace. Because my grandmother's thing was always never ever let
1: anybody remove you
0: from who you are. Never, no. Don't ever do that. No. Once somebody can do that, they have control over you. Yes. So no matter what they throw at you, no matter what they do, you stay who you are. That's right. Stay in your character. That's right. And and that's one of the most powerful lessons she taught me because I watched her do that. I watched her live that. Yeah. And yeah. I've never, ever forgotten it. So, yeah, all these these all guys just to tell you that, you know what? We've all been through times where seriously you think you're, you're not going to get through it. But, but I want to tell you that you've been through the worst in your life already and you're here, right? Yeah. The fact that you're here means you've been through the worst.
1: That's right. That's right. right.
0: And this feels like, like, like hell right now, which it is, but you know what? You're going to get through this too. And then you'll look back when the next test comes in, you're going to be like, oh yeah, well, you know what? I've been through the worst. That's right. Imagine That's who right. you're going to be when you emerge out of this space. That's
1: right. That's right.
0: And the choice really lies with you. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are you going to allow this to make you suffer? Because see, suffering is a choice. Yeah. Discomfort and pain are inevitable. We're all going through the most right now. Yes. But suffering is a choice. And it is a that's choice right. that comes from resisting to accept the things we cannot change. Yes. There's some things we have no control of right now. And if you cling to that, yes, you're going to suffer.
1: Yes, that's the right. The
0: way to approach it is, what can I possibly learn at this time, during this time, because of this time?
1: That's right. That's Let right.
0: go of those things you cannot do anything about. Yes. And then those things you can control, those things you can change, which is primarily yourself and your perspective. Go ahead and do that and see how see what happens. Yeah. Yep. It it really helps. And once yes. again, yes, that's not to negate your emotions. No. We're very big on feeling your feelings here.
1: Yes. Feel it. Go that's through right.
0: it. Look at it. Accept what it is. And then do your pivot. Yes. We're not going to change the political landscape right now. Yeah, We're not going to change the COVID numbers and everybody, whatever's going on right now. Mm-hmm. What we can do, though, is we can shift once we've had our little vent about that. Mm-hmm. Shift your perspective and look at the things and the ways in which you can enrich yourself, enrich those around you. Yes. Right? Those are the things we can do yeah we can spend quality time together you can you can invest in yourself in terms of a new hobby a new book go sit and watch a movie if you yes. need to get 20 loaves of banana bread if that's what you need to do you can control that but there's other stuff we can't control and we're just okay. gonna have to turn around and pivot somebody wants your banana bread recipe dude i did
1: you saw see that? That.
0: That's just me.
1: Oh, so. oh, you got it. You got it. Okay, and and then one other thing. Monica, you're freaking eating crabs. Crab legs, did you see that? She's enjoying what? crab legs and butter. Give me oh, a... Do you, f- do you know Monica's a chef? I, I just what? This is,
0: this is a, a, a very uh, accomplished chef.
1: What yeah, the she, heck?
0: She runs, Dang.
1: She runs,
0: of, she runs a big Facebook cafe.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah, girl. I'm girl telling you.
0: And I, I can't wait for the day she cooks for me. We're oh. separated by COVID things right now. Oh. But, see, this is something to hope
1: for and look forward to, right? I'll bring banana bread if if I'm invited. <laughs> oh, you are? I'll have to her
0: come over here so we'll bring it to Michigan. Yes, and then you can there
1: bring you the go. banana bread. Oh yeah. Yeah. But she, she can't judge the banana bread because she's a no, chef No, like, she, no, she, she just she, has she, to she, enjoy it. She
0: she she will <laughs> the banana bread.
1: Jamie wants it too. Okay, Jamie. We oh, got it. We, go. we got it. No problem <laughs> hey, I got twenty loaves. I, I'm good. Just just give me the orders. I'm cooking I'm baking tomorrow barrel too. <laughs> oh so my God. You're cracking me off <laughs> wait a minute john harris hello john harris how you doing that's my neighbor i think um but so viewers oh i can't eat banana bread he says my mama
0: showed me the bananas (laughs) (laughs) she
1: uses hey the browner the soupier the better that's the best freaking banana bread
0: Mgtmi, tmi TMI.
1: (laughs) Oh,
0: God.
1: and john Soupy yes
0: bananas,
1: john when i do the zucchini bread or maybe the pumpkin i'll, I'll shoot it over to you john my dear neighbor <laughs> oh, This <is> so funny. <laughs> um so so to the viewers uh, oh you know what and i did want to read this one closing um poem that i i found um it says i hope you live louder I hope you laugh more. I hope you sing at the top of your lungs. I hope you drive with the windows down and let the wind rustle through your hair. I hope you hug. I hope you kiss. Mm -hmm. I hope you surround yourself with people who make you feel alive. I hope you become the type of person that brings good energy wherever you go and the type of person people want to be around. I hope you speak what's on your mind, Mm -hmm. that you raise your voice for injustice, that you tell others that you love them instead of waiting until it's too late. I hope you will live louder, shine brighter from this moment on. And this is by a Marissa Donnelly. Um, blessings to her. That That's a beautiful poem. And, and that's beautiful. a good place to beautiful. stop tonight. We really, yeah. really want you to know there's a lot of hope and we're here for you. And, and again, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Detroit Podcasts. Uh, send us a message and uh, let us know what you think. And, and please remember, you're not alone. Thanks, everybody, tonight for listening.
0: Thank you guys so much. Thank you for joining us. Love you all. Bye. Love you all. Love you, you much. Take care, guys.
1: Bye-bye. <laughs> see ya.